0: Amy, welcome to Late Nights on Cape Talk. It is a great pleasure to have you uh, on the show with us. Uh, So uh, well done to Colk Bay then.
1: Yes. Well, all the credit actually goes to the entrepreneurs and the residents of that part of Cape Town. But we're very proud to be on Forbes, yes.
0: So what does this? I, I gather, in fact, that that it's um for South Africa, it's Maboneng and uh, in Joburg, of course, which is one of my favourite spots, and at uh, uh, Cork Bay here uh, here in Cape Town, another one of my absolute favourite spots. Why do you think uh, that uh, that Cork Bay has managed to uh, to get into uh, this ranking of one of the coolest neighbourhoods in the world?
1: Well, I think it's it's just got the exact right mix of of several key components um, for holidaymakers and for people who who want to have a good time. First of all, the natural beauty, obviously the, the ocean and the mountain, but then also you've got restaurants, which I mean, I guess Cape Town is famous for many restaurants, but you have arts and you've got culture and you've got little curio shops. And also you can just go down to the harbor and actually buy fresh fish, which has just come out of the ocean. So I think it's a very unique experience. Um, and I, I get the impression that worldwide having spaces where you can authentically experience a community are, are getting rare. So um, that's my interpretation of why why people really enjoy being in that space.
0: What's for you, what's uh, one of your favorite spots
1: uh, in Colk Bay? Oh, by far it's going down and having fish and chips yeah. at Colk Eats.
0: It's the best, isn't it? Isn't it the absolute best
1: I actually do that quite frequently when I'm coming from town and I'm just really hungry and I sort of have to have a breather. I just go down there and you're right there and the seal, you know, is popped by. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really and it's authentic experience and local people um, work there and and you can even engage with the local fishermen. So, so it's a real authentic Cape Townian experience.
0: I think for me that my first trip to, to Colt Bay, uh, was when I, I'd, I'd first moved back to South Africa and I was, um, I must have been 25, 26, uh, and, and a friend of mine said, come on, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you on a day trip. And we took the train, um, from, uh, I was living in Kenilworth at the time, took the train from, from Kenilworth and took the train down, down to Colt Bay. Uh, and I just, it was breathtaking for me having grown up in the UK and, uh, was just sort of, uh, rela- Learning about South Africa as, as the place where I'd been born, but um, exploring different parts of and, and Cape Town, obviously, and going into pulling into the the train station there at uh, at Colt Bay, and just walking along, and as you say, uh, just uh, such a different variety. I mean, very very quaint in some ways, quite reminiscent of uh, of British seaside towns, actually, but then with its very own uh, South African um, style uh, and feel, and of course uh, going to uh, going to Colt What's tourism like, uh, particularly in that in that neck of the woods? Has it uh, did it suffer at all during uh, during the drought?
1: Um, uh, I'm definitely speaking. So, so my uh, being the public representative, Cock Bay is not my only area. I'm I'm also um, the public representative from Musenberg and also for Fishok. And speaking to to the local business owners and also the residents, they they definitely felt a knock. But I think the the big thing draw card is that in the times of drought and also when it was exceptionally hot and when people can't use their pools they you know they flock to the ocean <laughs> so it was it was a it, and the tidal pools along that whole strip along that whole strip are absolutely magnificent because you know they're safe for children to use and you you can experience um the ocean in a very safe environment so uh, they did feel a knock but i think in particular Kork Bay has has just attracted um, a variety of people because it's not only sport-loving people who like to be in the ocean, but somebody who wants to go to the local theatre can go. Um, you've got very different shops. Mm. It's not the same. I mean, I understand why people like going to the waterfront, and and you know, but there's there's a lot of repetition. And in in Cock Bay, um, the individuals there are very proud people who live in Cock Bay and and they offer arts and culture, local arts and culture, Mm. which um, I believe you don't get anywhere else in that kind of combination. It's always on my Go to list if
0: I have visitors uh, from uh, from abroad or even uh, even just from different parts of South Africa. It's always my my sort of go to say okay let's uh, let's either hop on the train or hop in the car uh, and uh, and go down there. Just talk to me about uh, residents uh, and in terms of of property uh, in uh, in Cape in uh, in Colk Bay. I mean, do you know much about uh, the the property there? Is it does it tend to be? Uh, do people tend to uh, move uh, into Colk Bay at a certain at a certain point or um, because it seems like. Uh, an older, an older part of uh, of Cape Town.
1: Um, I would actually say that that's probably more applicable to Fisher. Um, ah. In Cock Bay, mm. we 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 have a quite a, a mix of people, and that is on the one hand because we have a long cultural and historical heritage of having the fishermen's village, and um, so the, the, the protected harbour area um many local capetonians who who for generations um you know have been fishing and also living in Cork Bay enjoy that space and at the same time you you have the the quirky little corners and the um you know and the older buildings of Cork Bay but there's also many yes like you said um retired people who are now uh, building and buying properties on the mountain and and what i find really encouraging is that that those residents don't have a high electric fence and sort of hide away. They often open a B and B, and for me personally, whenever I travel, I, I would always prefer a B and B because you get a much more close-up and personal experience of a country if you if you're staying in a B and B than if you're staying in a hotel in the centre of the town. Mm. And, and there's many um, bed and breakfasts there with stunning views and, and a really personal touch. So so I think um residents and local business owners because a lot of the business owners also live in Cork Bay, so it's not that they're commuting into the town to have their business, they actually are residents um there as well. And that, that creates a sense of ownership of of the space. Property values have gone up and that's not surprising because, you know, Cape Town and the Western Cape, especially along the coast Many people are realizing the amazing quality of life that we have and the stunning natural environment that we're in. But um, and my impression at the moment is is that we still have a really good mix in, in Cork Bay. And I think that's something that I, I would hope to preserve, that, that we do still have the affordable option and, and it's not only it becomes sort of a second camps bay, because I think it will lose a lot of its authentic uh you know, timing, sort of mm. environment if, if we would go that route.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Amy, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and uh, well done to Cork Bay. Thank you. All the best.